Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. I'm here today with Nick von Schoenbing, who is the CEO of Arc Minerals. They're a copper gold play, uh, main assets copper in Zambia. And we're going to learn all about that today, aren't we? We are indeed. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. I've been trying to speak to you for a while. You're a busy guy, doing lots. And I can see the share price is reflecting that. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about the company? One minute summary for those people new to this story. Sure. Well, look, um, ARC is a copper gold exploration play. Mm-hmm. We've got assets in gold assets in the DRC, Slovakia, and they're a very exciting copper uh, interest in Zambia. Fantastic. Okay, so let's start with the gold because obviously recent announcements, you are offloading the gold component. So let's deal with that first, we can get that out of the way and talk about copper proper. So what have you done there with the uh, gold assets? So uh, if, you, if you step back a bit to, to when I joined this company, when it was still Autac in its previous form, mm-hmm. um, we, we had really a bunch of minority assets and one subsidiary, which was um, Slovakian gold. Uh, I identified quite early on together with our team that the real priority here needs to be copper. However, given all the rules that, that operate under AIM, we needed a stepping stone to get there. And so our first move in that respect was to acquire control and majority ownership of CASA, mm-hmm. uh, which was the, is the DRC mining, gold mining asset, mm-hmm. or gold asset, I should say. Um, that's a, that's a quite a big deposit. It, it's a 50 kilometer gold belt. Um, we upgraded that resource from circa just over a million to three million ounces. And uh, the intention then was really to, to move that on and, and, and you know, with, with higher values that we bought it for and, and really then focus on our Zambian copper. So right. with the announcement earlier this week, uh, we have announced an, a, a binding SPA uh, with an outfit called Century Capital in, mm-hmm. in Canada and we're selling that for just under 10 million US dollars. So it's, it's, right. a, it's a decent deal for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we obviously would have hoped for a better price, but but you know that's that's pretty much the best deal. So we what does that got. mean in terms of you you sold it for ten million? Are you getting ten million cash? No, so so uh, we are getting a significant amount of cash up front, uh, just under two million dollars. Right. Um, and then the balance is on various achieving various uh, stage gate uh, hurdles, increasing the the results. What was there or your expectation in terms of the flow of that cash back to you? Well, look, we we would we, we've got until early Jan to to complete this, um, and then shortly after that we will be paid the 1.8 million dollars, right? Uh, which which will come in very handy to yeah. apply to our mm-hmm. our um, Zambian uh, copper exploration. Okay. Um, and then, as and when they increase the resource, we will achieve further uh, further roughly S- sort of eight million. Right. So there's a series series of hurdles before you can achieve the other eight million or see Correct. the other eight million flow in, and it will be over a period of time to be determined, Correct. depending on the speed at which they allocate cash and resource to do that. Correct. Okay, but it's in the bag. It's in the background. It, it's in the bag in the, in, this, in 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 so much as final DD needs to be completed from now till okay. till early Jan. So okay. assuming that they don't find any major hurdles there, right. uh, you know, we, we, we should be fine. They have done, uh, we've been talking to them for the past three months or so, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm quite satisfied that, you know, A, they're serious players, B, they have the funds, and C, they have real plans to, to grow this asset, so, so that, that's, that's encouraging. That's an interesting one, you know, you've been in this position ourselves a few times when, when people say, you're, you're certain they've got the money today, they don't need to go and raise it, 
and Correct. they have the capability to develop this asset out. So you've been through a process of diligence as well. Yeah. What does that look like? Well, as I say, it's it, it's good. I mean, they they're uh, you know the founders are a, a very reputable bunch. Um, they've got uh, you know guys in Vancouver. They've got guys in the UK. Mm. Um, they've spent quite a lot of money flying to and from to to sort of consummate the, 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 mm -hmm. the this transaction. Um, they're going out to site next week with some of our team. Mm. Uh, you know, they're funding quite a significant portion of that. So, you know, these aren't sort of fly-by-nights who are trying to do some quick deal and right. put it in some listed vehicle and, and spin it off. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite satisfied that they okay. have real plans for for, okay. for CASA. And, you know, this is, as I say, this is a, a gold belt that, you know, is 50 kilometers in length. It's It's got, you know, probably close to, if you if you talk to some of the experts there, you know, 10 to 15 million ounces of gold. Um, yeah. So we're, you know, we're maybe just scratching the surface here. And that was key for me is to have, you know, if you like, a sort of, you know, upside potential for our shareholders that, that people, of course, always want a better price. And so did I. Yeah. But it is what it is. And we've been rattling that cage for almost a year now. And we have had no offer close to what we've done. So I think it, it's, a, it's a good deal for ARC particularly given that we can reap some of the upside going forward. Right. We get that a lot with, sort of, you know, the West Africa goals. I know this is you know, down, down in DLC, but, you know, you, you see these stories, early stage stories with lots of potential. Things can go wrong, so people just need to be mindful of the fact that it comes with the usual risk and uh, sure. caveats attached. Okay. And you've got another gold asset. We've got another gold asset in Slovakia. That mm -hmm. was the one, as, as I say, Ortak uh, originally based all of its its future around really. Mm -hmm. um, at one stage in Ortec's life, uh, it was a 60 million pound market cap with mm -hmm. only one asset, and that was Slovakia. So it's an interesting asset, um, and uh, but you know we we we're, we're small, and as I say from the outset, the priority is really to focus on our Zambian copper. So right. to me, focus is key, and 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 not spread our our, our right. you know our. Things to was there any sort of monetization of that, or was it a case of relinquishing of liabilities, financial liabilities associated with that? Well, we, we haven't sold Slovakia yet, so we're, we're in discussions. Okay, you're in, you're in discussions at the moment. Yeah. Okay. But, but really, you know, to offload that will result then in, together with the sale of, of the, the DRC gold asset, in, in us being then a pure play copper. I get it, focused I get that. Okay, so let's get on to copper. And let's, before we do that, try and understand the mindset. I know you've sort of come in with and inherited certain assets and you're moving it from gold, pure play gold, to, to copper. So what, what's the business plan? What's your strategy? What's the thinking? And where are you going to take this thing? So maybe, maybe talk about the, the, the teams, the conversations that you have internally sure. what you're trying to create. Sure. Look, um, we've got about just under 900 square kilometers mm -hmm. of um, what we think is, is probably the most uh, unexplored copper uh, potential in Central and Southern Africa. Um, we've, we've got, we own this through two licenses, um, one, one called Zamsort and one called mm -hmm. Zacco. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the largest controlling shale in both those uh, um, properties. Mm -hmm. And we had to do that because of the, the rules that pertain to use it or lose it in Zambia. So if you don't you know, develop certain of that, those lands, you lose 50% right. uh, following a certain period. So um, th so those, those are the two properties that, that we have. The, uh, the, the, that ground used to be owned by Anglo-American. 
Um, mm. I used to work for Anglo for yep. many years. Um, mm. When they left Zambia, uh, principally Concola, but they also had these these exploration properties, and not only us, but but they had what is now owned by First Quantum and Barrick as well. Mm -hmm. If you look at their ranking going back a few years, um, their top sort of thirty targets. Uh, you know, we have I think nine of their top ten um, in 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 our portfolio. So how do they rank them? Well, really through some geochem and geophysic work that they that they did originally, a little bit of drilling. When you say top ten, why have they relinquished those? Why were they? Well, they got out of Zambia wholesale, so they right. got rid of all their operating assets and all of their exploration properties. Right. Okay. And we are now sitting with, as I say, uh, you know, a number of those in the top ten of the the, the thirty. Interesting, Columbilla, which is part of First Quantum, was mm -hmm. ranked at twenty-two. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, today it's a multi-billion-dollar operation. So now, I'm not saying that we're necessarily sitting on a Calambilla, but you know, clearly, you know, we are sitting on some really, really interesting prospective. Yeah, uh, but that's why I ask about how do you rank these things because they'll rank them at a certain stage, of very early stage, of with barely any data. You know, some drill holes, or I, I'm not quite sure yeah. what. If you go then go and spend tens or hundreds of millions developing something, you know a lot more about it, and it can become a billion-dollar sure. operation for sure. sure. So. You're not at that stage yet, though, are you? In terms of what you've got, you're still working out what it is that you've got. Correct. So we've done extensive uh, geochem work on the whole property. Mm. Um, you know, thousands and thousands of, of, of soil samples that, that we've picked up and developed and analysed and so on. And so we have a, a pretty good picture, and that that's really now uh, uh, materialised in, into sort of fourteen. Anomalies that that we've set out as, mm. as targets for us, um, and we're just sort of starting that that work now. Right. So explain uh, to people what that means. So uh, anomalies. That so lots of companies find lots of anomalies and things they don't that look interesting, but they're not quite sure why. What's the process that you're going through to prioritize what you what, where you spend your money? Because you know money's yeah. tight. Yeah. Right. So you're a small market cap company. You've got Certain cash reserves, I know potentially another nearly want two million coming in, maybe post Christmas. But how do you prioritize what you focus your time, efforts, and money on, and um, what do you think you're going to be able to find through Look, that process? Yeah, I mean, there are a number of, of important issues you raise there. So, I mean, firstly, in, in terms of delineating what we have, you, you've got to do the, the hard yards. So, mm. so the, the, the geochem work that we've done, mm. as I say, has been extensive, and that gives you. You know, a, a picture. You know, exploration is a sort of series of yeah. layers that you have to yeah. build upon and to, to really form a, 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 a decent picture yeah. of, what, of what one has. So, one of those layers is, is geochem, and that's sort of traditionally where you normally start. Mm -hmm. The second layer would be some, if you can afford it, some uh, geophysical work, and we've done some of that. We did some airborne survey work mm. uh, about a year ago, mm -hmm. and that's also another layer of evidence. And so, you know, you overlay all of this, and then you 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 come to a view with your geologists, and we, we, we don't only use our geologists, we also use third-party external mm -hmm. advisors to, to, to help us come to a landing. And so we then, are based on that information, prioritise what we think are the high-priority targets. Right, and so you have been doing some drilling. We have indeed. Not what, what sort of levels? So um, we really started, the, we, we did a little bit of drilling last year at, mm. at around Calibre, where we have we inherited a small little small scale demonstration plant. Yeah. Um, 
and and we we completed that. We did a bit of drilling. Uh, it averaged at sort of half a percent copper, so, so not, nothing Standard, to sort of yeah. write home about. Um, mm. But we needed that to, to really see whether we could feed that plant with some material. The big proper exploration work really started this year, and, right. and, and that was uh, around the, the number one target, which was Chesa East. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm happy to say, and you've probably seen this through announcements, that, that we've had you know, a number of really, really interesting um, uh, successes there, um, you know, of, of, of the sort of circa four and a half thousand meters drilled, right. about 75% of them are mineralized. I mean, you know, this, this is, this is, that, that's an incredible result. Right. When you think that this is sort of greenfield, you know, very early stage exploration. Okay. And, and those grades, more encouragingly, are, are, are averaging at 1% plus, I mean, okay. as high as five or six percent in, in, in some of the holes we've drilled. So, right. you know, we're delineating at the moment, uh, and, and I think what will be a, a really nice, albeit small at this stage, uh, one percent plus copper resource. Right. Uh, and and that, that's, that's tremendously exciting. So like, like I say, you know, it, this is, I'm just going to again paint a picture yeah. for people looking at this and saying, you know, get, getting a view what type of investment this is. So th this is very early stages. It's, it's, it's greenfield. You've done a lot of work on, on the surface, you've got a lot of knowledge about how you, the, the process ahead of you, but 4,000 meters is not a lot of data that you've gathered. You've got more drilling to do to be able to paint this picture of what's going on under the ground. Yeah. Um, so have you got the cash to be able to do that going, going forward? What's the next 12 months look like for you in terms of what your current cash position is to allow you to do what you know you yeah. need to do? Yeah. Look, um, it, it's an absolutely critical issue because, you know, if you were a major, you would have gone about this in a very different yeah, way. You would have applied you know, tens of millions yeah. and put in you know, 30 rigs or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. You know, we have three rigs. Uh, so you're right, it is, it, it, we're small. We need to watch our, you know, our, our pennies. We, we do this on a, on a very, very tight leash. Um, we, we, we operate you know, essentially on a decentralized model. We have subcontractor who does all our drilling in Zambia. And that's on a sort of drill for equity or drill partial drill for equity basis. I, I, exactly, right. so, which is a great deal for us. Yeah. So we, you know, we've, we've done it with minimal cash expenditure from ARC's perspective, although some cash. Mm. We effectively pay, I think, 16% of the, the, the drilling okay. in cash okay. uh, and the balance in shares. And, and, and you know, they are as keen as we are on this project. So they, they see this as a, actually as an investment, the driller. No, I can see that's that's smart. And again, to explain to people what that means, that's a case of they, you, that you may put a little bit more per meter, but you're not having the cash outlay yourself now. So it's a it's a good way to finance projects like this. I've seen some some of those before. It is interesting. It it is. Yeah. I mean, and, and and actually, we're not paying any extra for it. So okay. um, So again, we've we've been very competitive in terms of of you know identifying a driller that that could do this most economically for us. So we're, and we're we're very pleased with them. They're called Bava drilling. Um, okay. and, and they're a, a Zambian DRC okay. driller, uh, and, and we've had a great experience with them. Um, okay, so, so down back to the question, which was how do you finance the rest of the drill? I know it's coming up towards the rainy season now, yeah. and that takes three or four months out of the drill program, but I guess you're going to be assaying and assessing and looking at data, but when you get back into it come, what, end of March, April? Yeah. So, so. What, what's that rest of the year look like for, for you, in terms of what you're going to be able to tell the market with a surety as opposed to we hope? Look, we've, we've been you know, really clear with the market that w we, we don't want to operate in, if you like, the traditional 
a market junior exploration company okay. where they're repeatedly going back to the retail market every three, four, five months mm. and issuing a slug of shares at a massive discount. Yeah. You know, that, that's a tried and tested model. Your market cap might go up, but your share price flatlines. I, d- I don't want to be part of that. So how do you not do that? So, you know, if you, if you think about it, um, our last raise was in February, which, mm-hmm. which people forget. Mm. We've survived for you know, most of this year without doing any further raise, partly because we've been really, really disciplined on cutting costs. Mm-hmm. You know, I myself and the rest of the board, we've, we've you know, halved our salaries, we've taken shares at times. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's not about us. This is not a lifestyle company. Um, well, we are. You, I mean, you, you've done that recently, but I mean, how, how much money have you guys taken out of the company prior to this? I mean, how much money has gone into the company, first of all? Well, and our last raise was was uh, close to two million pounds back before, in February. But uh, like, and before that, um, probably about the same. Right, six nine months earlier. So okay. you know, we've we've obviously had raises, um, but w- we've avoided it partly because we've achieved this. What I think is a very good deal for us with the driller, because you know, if, had we not had that, yes, we would have obviously had to do uh, further raises. But we've 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 avoided that by doing this this ec- uh, drilling for equity. Do you think? Do you think that I know you've halved your salary, which is great. Actually, doing that, Some, a lot of people don't. But do you think then you're paying yourselves too much or taking too much out of the company prior to this? Should you have? remunerated yourselves a different way? I, you know, I think whether you do it cash, shares, both, um, I, I, you know, I think to, to, to get good people, you, you've got to pay a decent wage. Right. Um, you know, you, the expression, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. So, you know, you, you, need, to, mm-hmm. you need to get good people. We've just hired um, a first-rate CFO, mm-hmm. uh, ex-Morgan Stanley, head of commodities sales there. Not full-time, Go, though. Yes, full time. Full time. A guy called Remy Welshinger. So, I'm yeah. delighted with him. He's got exactly the same mindset as as we all do, which is to maximise, you know, the returns for shareholders. That is our only key priority. What does that actually mean? What do you well, think it, that means? It, 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 it goes back to, to the way or the different way of, of, of you know, a junior that that, that operates in, in the way we do. So, so I, I get the, I get the drill for equity thing. I think that's smart. What are the, what are the other things that you do? You cut well, your sal- you cut your salaries and re- yeah. I think That's the other thing is what else? the other thing is um, you've got to be a little bit more uh, disciplined in terms of who you raise capital with. Mm. When I was at Anglo American, um, when Anglo was under attack by Extrata, mm. the chairman at the time, Sir John Parker, said to me, and there were a lot of hedge funds that, that had mm. come into Anglo um, with all their various demands, yep. and he said, you know, we we deserve the shareholders we have. And I've always remembered that. So if you want to have, you know, zillions of retail shareholders who are going to be in and out, you know, every day and, 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 and your share price is just going to be all over the place, mm. good luck. Now, to some extent, the juniors don't have that choice. And I don't think we necessarily currently have that choice, but we mm. are certainly working extremely hard to get a different sort of Investor on board, which is a small right. type of institution. It's the family office, it's family. You know, so we, Remy was instrumental in, for instance, bringing, you know, a, 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 a Swedish family office right. and an Amani family office on board. And, are they and big, that, big offices, or yeah, they are. Are they going to follow the money? They have. They uh, have followed the money so have, far. Is the re- so 
when was the last time they took that back? Well, they did the last two raises, so the last time in February. So, okay. you know, and they're, they're super keen. I mean, they, they, you know, they are following every single announcement, every development. I'm in regular contact with them. Those are the sort of long-term, they realize what this game's about. Mm. Look, this is going to be either zero or a 10-bagger. Right. Okay, or more, 10, 20 baggers. But if so I they, they, know, they mm. know this game, and mm. they know that it requires commitment. You know, this is not sort of a six-month um, sort of upside where, where you th make your money and then, then zip off. But is it, is it a case you can, they can, throw their money at this and speak? You said earlier, Anglo would do this differently, yeah. right? So if money, you know, these, these firms understand and believe your story, could they throw more money at it to speed but the process they, they up? They could, and, that, and that's what we're talking about. With okay. and others, so look. Ideally, you know, we want to raise <coughs> not raise, but we would certainly invest in exploration. You know, five to ten million dollars over the next twelve to eighteen months to really going back to your early point mm. to really see what <coughs> we have because only that way can you understand if you have the sort of mother load that you right. know, somebody takes you out for multiples of that. So where does five to ten million come from today? How much cash have you got today? Today we have. Um, well, I, we haven't disclosed it, so I, I, I wouldn't be able to um, uh, do that without a public announcement. But mm. put it this way, we, we, are, we are good until certainly into early next year, and, and, and thereafter we have close to $2 million. So we're okay. fine for the next, you know, and the, the drilling season stops you know, towards December anyway. Mm. So we're fine for the next few months. Um, and, you know, we're working hard on plans in terms of bringing in bigger amounts of capital from the right sort of institutions right. and shareholders. But, but, that, but that would be new equity issued? Yes. For that? Yes, it would. Okay. Yes, it okay. Would. And, okay. and, and that, that's okay, <coughs> because if, 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 you know, if, if we then have a, a, a roadmap going forward mm. with, say, 5 million US in the bank, where we can say to people, you know, that's it now, we're good, we're done for the next 12 to 18 months, right. and you know, hopefully following that sort of extensive, much larger drilling campaign, mm. we really emerge then with something quite significant. You know, the, the game changes. Okay, and are you, so you're saying, so you want a smaller institutional, because they've got a slightly longer time horizon and not kind of flipping in and out, but do you see the value of retail investors? Does, do you think that affects your liquidity or volume of trading? Is that an important aspect for you? Or think the phase of your development, you need stability Investor. Uh, look, we've got a lot of uh, very supportive retail shareholders, so you know I'm not going to run them down. But mm. you know we also have individuals who you know who, who come in and out of the stock, you know every other day, and that that's not yeah. the sort of shareholder I want. Right. Uh, this is mining is a long-term game, and you know, and, and I know shareholders and institutions have different time frames to to companies, particularly in in long lead times like this mm. with mining. The the other. Um, the other point which I should raise when we talk about investment is, you know, is, is the role of, of bigger mining companies. So we have signed NDAs with, I think, now four uh, very large mining companies. Mm -hmm. um, we have slightly different near-term to, to, to do what? What for? To potentially come and acquire us or help develop it. Or is that your put model? Money in. Not a model, but it, it's certainly something, you know, if you have something interesting, uh, you should be eliciting interest from from the majors, and and in fact mm. the reverse has happened. Mm. They have come, they have approached us. I mm. mean, I got a call when I was sitting in Greece in the summer in August from a very large um, a mining house that phoned me out of the blue and said, "quote unquote, these are the best exploration results out of Africa in the last decade." Okay. So you know these aren't easy assets to come by. Uh, 
interesting development assets like this. Um, and I think the majors, you know, unlike some of the day traders, they do see value here. Mm. So they are doing their homework. They're, you know, we've got them in the data room, and they're going to, you know, okay. uh, make up their minds over time. Well, that's they're doing site visits and so on. So yeah. you know, that that's the other route to potentially developing this. But you know, our our, our goal is not to bring a major in, you know, at at, at the sort of most depressed valuation and, and allow them to take control overnight. We can do that very easily, but that's not the game. Okay, well, well, what I'm trying to get at is what is the game? Because for majors, they take options on lots of small exploration plays. It makes sense to, because it saves them the cost of exploring. Um, and they, they've got optionality as to whether they come in or not, depending on what happens with your results. For, for them, it's optionality. They could have 100 of these, right? But for you, you've got to maintain control. I think that's what you're saying. So I'm trying to understand what is the mindset here. Are you? You just said we're not looking to be taken out anytime soon, but we want to keep our options open. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. 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 So. So look, everything has a price, right? So, right. you know, if 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 if, uh, if there's an earn-in that that you know gives them control for a number that we couldn't possibly match, mm. that's one option. If there's an earn-in with a sort of minority interest where we you know, partake with them, that's mm. another option. If there's a position where they say they actually don't want to invest in the underlying asset, they actually want to put more money into ARC at the top and, mm. and be part of the, the bigger picture from a sort of, if you like, London perspective and have an interest in, in ARC itself, uh, that's also an option. So what's, what's your preference? To be honest, I'm, I'm ambivalent. I, I, I think all of the above would work. I, I think it's all about value for me. So you know, if, if we can put in the right sort of capital mm -hmm. uh, that has the best outcome for our shareholders, right. that, that, that we will look at. So what are those points in time? So you, like I said, we said earlier, you know something. You, you, you're using your experience, the team's using their experience to make some assumptions about what it is that you've got. You, you think you're onto something good. Chosen copper, very hot topic, yep. EV revolution and all of that stuff. Um, but what are those moments in time in terms of where you give a surety around the data that you have that these big guys will come in and have a proper conversation with you as opposed to just keeping tabs with how you're getting on? What's the next point in Look, time? Look, it's, it's, it's difficult because obviously we, we, it's not in my grasp to, to project what, what, what a major might do. I mean, mm. they, they, of they, course. they might take ARC out tomorrow morning. But you're I mean, an experienced you know, guy. Look, I think I think they need more data points, more yeah. data sets. So you know, we are working on that. We're working with them. Um, they want to see the type of call. They're not necessarily interested in you know the next drill result and whether it was one percent or one point two percent. You know, mm. that that's not the priority. It's really to see whether we're sitting on some bigger system in, in that area of Zambia. Because you know, these these if you look at that domes region, yeah. you know, you've got three very large yeah. mining companies. You know, two 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 assets yeah. within. First quantum and one within Barrick. Yep. You know, those are all multi-billion-dollar mines, all uh, previously owned, by the way, by Anglo. Mm. So, you know, we're just on the other side of that Derms region. On, on, on in the no, I, I get it. You're in the right part of the world, but you, like I say, you've got a lot of data to gather. So, I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of how much, from your experience, 20 years plus. Yeah. You know, big company mentality as well. Is how much money, and how much time, for you can think you're going to have a, the type of conversation that you want to be able to have with these guys, where you're you know, maximizing shareholder yeah. value. As I say, I think, I think, you know, $5 million expiration over the next 12 to 18 months will get us a long way. Right. Uh, if you do it our way, which is, <coughs> which is, which is, you know, really, really 
efficiently mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, the junior mentality, not, not the major mentality. Because, you know, right. don't forget the, you know, the, the major mining companies have been, you know, singularly unsuccessful in, in developing yeah. their exploration portfolios. For lots, because of, lots of reasons. For, yeah. for, for, for lots of reasons, but also, you know, partly, and I know this from my experience with, with the major, is that, um, you know, they have huge teams in these exploration departments. Well, I want to ask you about this. They're not incentivized. And yeah. so, you know, in a way, mm. you know, the longer they continue drilling, great, because they all have a job and they get paid, they get paid very well. It's brilliant. Whereas the junior, as, as, as I'm finding out, lives hand to mouth. Great conversation. Right, there's a great conversation because you know, you've got the you've got the big blue chip CV. It's great. So how have you morphed into an explorer? What are the different challenges that you receive? Because before you had money, people, time, all of those uh, lots of projects. You know, it's a very different environment. Yeah. Now you're watching the pennies. You've got to find the right assets. You've got to spend your money wisely. What are the what are the other th challenges that you found? I think the, those are key. And, and, and Zambia, right. which is an, you know. Zambia's got it. Check her past. Yeah. No, Zambia's a great place to operate. Okay. Um, so, you know, and, and I've operated in Indonesia, which is a, you know, a yeah. much, much more difficult place to yeah. operate than, than, say, Zambia. So mm -hmm. every country has its challenges, including the UK. <coughs> <laughs> well, I think a few, a few people finding out that the, in the last couple indeed, of months. Yeah. Indeed. So back to the question. What are, what are the things that you've learnt being now an explorer? Cash is king. You need the right postcode and you need good people. Mm. I think with those three combinations, <coughs> you, you have a potentially great future. You need luck in this game. You know, Robert Friedland you know, was in his mid-40s when he discovered Voices Bay, yeah. which was by mistake. It, he, they were looking for a different yeah. metal, uh, well, mineral, I should say, diamonds, and they, they came across Voices Bay. So you, 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 need, uh, you need luck, and, and I guess that's the fourth element. And, and I'm a glass half full, not half empty kind of guy so mm -hmm. I think if if neurology as they call it you know <laughs> in terms of what we have next to us is anything <coughs> to go by uh, lady luck will, will will be with us and we I I'm, I'm a betting guy I think give us one to two years we'll be sitting on something very significant here okay can I just talk just on Zambia because we've had a couple of companies we've talked to with Zambian assets recently how are you finding dealing with the uh, local and national mining code, uh, government, etc. I mean, is it easy to do business there? Have you got like local representatives? We do. We have a we have a small little uh, rep office in in Lusaka. Right. Um, <coughs> we've got uh, some some you know, local CEO and local CFO and so on. Mm -hmm. So and they do a, a very good job there. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for me. Um, Having sort of worked in different parts of the world, for me, number one is 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 there a a good mining legislative mm -hmm. infrastructure, um, which Zambia has, and and secondly, do they have a a, a good rule of law mm. uh, that's applied, you know, by by independent judiciary, um, and I think in in large parts of Africa, you know, you, you you could say yes to the first and no to the second. In Zambia, you can say yes to both. They really do have a strong independent judiciary. And you know a lot of uh, bad people, corrupt people have been mm. you know put in jail, ex-government people, ex-presidents, and so on. So that gives me you know a lot of confidence going forward because I think you know if we had a major issue, you know I would be very comfortable with you know using the the Zambian legal infrastructure which is based on on English law. Yeah, and it works very well. Right. 
can you tell us about tell us about share price? Okay, you, you had a bit of a spike July through yeah. end of August. That was on what announcement? That was on our on our Chiesa East uh, drilling drilling results, and then sort of, sort of come back down. So you kind of flat for the year, apart from yeah. that kind of spike yeah. there. That, kind of normal, I think, for the stage that you're at. Your have you any concerns about the, the, the share price remaining flat? Or do you think bringing these institutional, smaller institutional guys on board will give you some sort of stability and the capital to actually start delivering on shareholder value, which is something yeah. you talked about earlier? Look, I always think it's dangerous for management to, to talk about the share price because the, the share price is what it is. The market will be accurate long term. Uh, it can be inaccurate short term. So, sure. you know, of course, I'd like the share price to be higher. Sure. I have a lot vested and invested in, in, in this company as well. Mm. I think, you know, ultimately economics out. So, you know, if we are sitting on something substantial, which I think we are, mm. um, you know, we will be multiples of what we are today. What I can say is that the, you know, the, the, the higher grade zones within Chiesa East, if you look at that, uh, and we are going to publish something early next year on this. You know, uh, the value of of that, uh, in my view, is is our share price today. So, to some extent, you could say actually all the rest is the free upside option. Yeah. Uh, on on the eight hundred odd square kilometres. I guess what interests me is that you made the, made the announcement about the gold hasn't really done much for the share price. It wasn't a reaction in the market to yeah. that. Um, do you think that's fair? I think it depends where people's expectations are. I mean, if, if, if people really thought that, you know, we were going to get 15 or $30 million, sure. uh, you know, and, and I, I too had hoped we'd get something like that. Right. But, you know, it, different times and, you know, the DRC is not the easiest place to operate. It's not the easiest place to sell assets. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, the debate is then bird in hand mm -hmm. or do you continue bleeding cash, about half a million dollars a year just in the, in the, in the OPEX, right. um, and, and then hope that a you know, better, better offer comes along. Yeah. In my view, you know, as long as we've done our homework properly, which I'm absolutely convinced we have, because mm -hmm. we rattled that cage very hard using third parties to try, market, and sell this asset, we've, we've achieved a good outcome. It's not a great outcome. I think it's a good outcome. Um, it does allow us, and this is important, once we get rid of Sturrock, which we will get rid of as well, mm -hmm. uh, to turn ARC into a pure play copper play, copper exploration company. And that, that has important consequences because, you know, one of the majors that we were talking to did refer to the fact that, you know, whilst they liked ARC, it had all these other different assets and one of them was in a yeah. problematic area for them. Absolutely. We talked about earlier um, that theme, that thematic is very topical at the moment and looks like it will continue to be based off the whole battery EV revolution. Yeah. Um, you're obviously, I think typically for mines of this type, you're what, seven, ten years away from producing, but because of that thematic, you think you're quite attractive and that's why these large players are talking to you now. Sure. I mean, look, I think, you know, copper is the the industrial metal around mm. and you know that for many years has been the bellwether and I think still is. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think there's any sort of any other it. metal that that can replace copper. It's, a, it's an amazing metal. So you know whether it's EV or it's, you know you talk to your local plumber and ask him mm. whether he prefers copper or plastics. You know the, the answer is copper. So it's it's got it's got huge long-term um, applications, which 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 aren't going to go away. To me, you know, forecasting any metal price is a mug's game, and and you know, 
it's, it's, it, I think the, the critical thing is, you know, are you in an area, or do, you, are you in, do you have an asset that, that ultimately will be in the lowest cost quartile mm -hmm. versus the competition? And if you are, it really doesn't matter what the price is. I mean, yeah. you'll have cycles, obviously. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll reap a lot when the price is high and you know, you'll, you'll harvest less when the, when the price is low. And I think we're in, you know, assuming we, we do find something very large, which I hope we do, you know, we're into that category where, you know, operating mm. uh, in, 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 in Zambia um, okay. with, a, with a, a decent copper asset, you would definitely fall within okay. the, the, the lower part of the cost okay. quartile. So you're going to, um, obviously, rainy season coming up, you've done some drilling, you're going to provide some sort of guidance towards second quarter next year, I guess, as to what the rest of the year looks like. Um, mm -hmm. Some, I guess, resu results from what's gone on this year, as well. Look, we've been publishing the results, you know, every other as week you get or whatever. Them. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, so we're, we're forming a nice picture. Um, right. We we have moved uh, onto uh, two rigs onto two other anomalies, new anomalies. Uh, I'm pleased to say that one of them has shown early stages of mineralization. Mm -hmm. So that would mean we actually have three targets now that, that, that are proven to have mineralized mineralization. So, you know, that that's hugely encouraging. I mean, you know, yeah. how many exploration companies, early stage exploration companies can point to that? There are very few. Yeah. Okay. Nick, thanks for the okay. update. First time we've spoken to you. So great for all our followers and subscribers to hear this story afresh from you. It looks it sounds like there's quite a few things happening. Obviously hope you get the SPA uh, over the line get that money in, in in the new year um, and plan and make your plans for next year. Sounds like there might be some capital raise in the early part of next year as well, maybe. Um, and you're aiming for sort of smaller institutional players to kind of um, come, on, come on board. Those are the kind of drivers for you. Anything else that you're aiming to achieve in the next year or in the next 12 months over and above the drilling? No, I think, look, that, that sums it up. We need to get Slovakia off the, off the slipway. Mm. Um, I think um, you know we have significant cash resources post the the, the sale of C three yeah. of of Casa uh, and Slovakia if that happens, which I I am hopeful that it'll happen over the next few weeks, and so that that sort of puts off any raise actually near term. So you know through to Q two actually we're in, we're, in, we're in great shape, okay. and we'll have to see what what uh, what sort of uh, what sort of capital we can get invested post that. Beautiful. Nick, thanks, okay. very much. thanks very much. Pleasure to hear that story. Uh, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.